Well, we have a, a lot of work to do in terms of um, inclusion within these houses, and I think that we have, there are lessons learned. I think these things happen for a reason. The good thing and the positive thing that's come out of it is that there's consumer, more consumer awareness in terms of consumers figuring, you know, paying attention to where they place their dollars, and also from a corporate level, from the fashion houses realizing that that black dollar and that consumer holds a big, you know, holds a big value to the to the bottom line. Welcome back to You Have to Wear Something. I'm still your host, Nicole Briggs. Today is February 25th and it is my eldest brother's birthday. Happy birthday, Lawrence. I don't think he's going to be listening, but happy birthday anyways. We have a ton of catching up to do. As per usual, February has passed us by so quickly, even though this year is a leap year. An extra day for Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Shout out to the pregnant ladies trying to have birth before or after the 29th. Ooh, I feel for those kids who are born uh, during a leap year. Um, but so much to discuss. We have to catch up this glorious Black History Month. Let's first start with the Grammys. Yeah, I know I'm late. I know I'm on CP time, but Black women showed up and showed out at the Grammys, Victoria Monet received her long-awaited flowers in a bronze Versace dress, no less, looking beautiful. Is that not the prettiest family you've ever seen? Goodness gracious. Apparently, she met her man on the um, set of the video moment. So, uh, six months later, she was knocked up. So, that must have been love at first sight. And she won the Best New Artist category. Um, and she's been in the music industry for 15 years. So she's not really a new artist, but Grammys finally caught up. We'll talk about that later. Um, SZA ended up being the 2024 Grammys most nominated artist, and rightfully so. When I did my, um, I guess a little recap that Spotify does, she was my top artist. Um, and I'm happy about that. I've been listening to Snooze constantly since it came out. I love that SOS album. She was nominated for nine and she took home three awards. Coco Jones, um, she won a Grammy for Best R&B Performance for ICU. Ice Spice was nominated four times, but I do not believe she won. Not yet. She's on her way. And I just want to say, while I never, ever, ever, ever wore baby fat, I appreciated Ice Spice's throwback outfit very, very cute, very age appropriate, very on brand. Um, and it, it, it was nice to see something from the early aughts on someone young who probably wasn't alive when that was going on. Um, I loved Tyla in her Versace as well. I guess Versace is a big theme uh, for the Grammys red carpet. And, you know, going back to why we're here in February, which is Black History Month, notably, Sean Jay-Z Carter gave a very important speech as he accepted his Lifetime Achievement Award. He brought up some super important topics related to the categories and the winners. During his speech, he highlighted Beyonce, his wife, of course, referring to the fact that she is the most decorated Grammy winner in history, but has never won Album of the Year. And I believe Taylor Swift has won four times. Um, hmm, something is amiss here because we know that Beyonce is the consummate album maker. She does not just make little little songs here and there, and there's nothing wrong with dropping just one song here and there, but she is a person that's committed to making albums. 
um, albums that you don't skip songs on. So, you know, she was robbed for Lemonade and Renaissance to me is practically a perfect album. So I don't know. Um, Jay-Z went on to say that obviously it's subjective because, you know, it's music and it's opinion based. But he said, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has won more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. Um, what we still did not know then was that Beyonce's cowboy hat was going to be a hint to the next chapter of, uh, you know, these three acts that she's doing. Um, the next chapter was, is a country album. And I loved her Louis Vuitton look straight off the runway of Pharrell's first year as Louis Vuitton's creative director, which I know he's being compared to Virgil Abloh. I think he's doing an amazing job putting his own spin on it. He designs from the perspective of the shopper, of the client, and, um, you know, he did a cowboy Western Americana theme, which aligns right up with Beyonce's, um, you know, look and next chapter in her acts. Um, but yes, it was an homage to Western Americana this year, and Black people this year are really, truly reclaiming country. Beyonce is from Houston, Texas. I don't know why people can't understand that that lady comes from country, comes from the South, is was an active uh, attender of rodeos. Um, her sister made a whole film um, representing black cowboys. So, uh, you know, this should not be a surprise. I'm actually shocked she didn't do a country album sooner. But of course, there's going to be backlash when we try to reclaim what we've created. But country comes from blues which comes from black people. Sorry, y'all. Facts are facts. Um, and these were work songs, by the way. Country songs and blues songs were work songs. And who was doing the work? Uh, you know, I don't know. Read a book. Think about history. Black folks in the fields were working there and everywhere. And as a matter of fact, think about it. Cowboy. Cowboy. A white man would never call himself a boy. That was a disrespectful term for black men and women working on farms. There was also horse boy and, and so forth. So cowboy was originally a black man uh, that went and gathered the cows. Anywho, back to black history gems that happened in style. Brown girl Jane won the 15% pledges in our girl Sephora, Sephora grant. Brown Girl Jane, the Black-owned fine fragrance line, was announced as the winner on February 3rd in a ceremony here in LA at Paramount Studios and was awarded $100,000. Congratulations, Brown Girl Jane. Um, their brand is anchored in wellness, heritage, and masterful craftsmanship. It was created by three dynamic Black women, Malika Jones, Ty Beauchamp, and Nia Jones, and they all have distinctly unique backgrounds. Brown Girl Jane marries the worlds of beauty and well-being through science-backed scent collection designed to boost your mood and reduce stress. They also have a successful line of CBD drops. Um, they did have gummies as well, but I was not seeing them on the site, so maybe they're coming back. Maybe they're taking a break from that, but I do know that people um, really love these uh, CBD drops. Um, I applied to be an affiliate for Brown Girl Jane for my shop, Shop GU, J-I-Y-U, check me out. But I did not get that opportunity, so I'm truly happy for them, always rooting for them. Over here on You Have to Wear Something, we rooting for everybody black forever, except for Tim Scott and Clarence Thomas. 
And just remember, the 15% pledge founded by Aurora James is a nonprofit organization that encourages retailers to pledge at least 15% of their shelf space to Black-owned businesses. And it gets bigger and better every year, even as DEI is being attacked and eroded. Um, something kind of cool for Laquan Smith. I'm not sure if you know um, or familiar with Laquan Smith's work, but he is a fashion designer. He is self-funded and truly self-made. He's one of those few designers that started his brand, grew his brand without debt. So that's admirable and something to mention. He has partnered with Louis XIII, um, which is a cognac. Uh, it's the Louis XIII Times Laquan Smith Collection. It features the Drop Collection Box, which is like five multicolored 10 milliliter bottles of Louis XIII Cognac, as well as two bespoke limited edition accessories, gloves, which are in. People are always making fun of my gloves. I love gloves, especially with COVID still going around. I love gloves. Gloves are hot. They're trending and I'm wearing them. Um, but yes, he's including um, some gloves he designed and a drop chain. Um, they were crafted with the utmost attention, of course, to bring the opulence of Laquan Smith's signature style to Louis XIII's cognac tasting. And, you know, I am really loving all of this growth of Black business and partnership in liquor, right? We're doing really well there. And I'm, and I'm glad that more and more people are joining us, are starting companies. Um, shout out, shout out to my family, first of all, who were ahead of the wave years ago. Michael Lavelle Wines, I'll say it again, Michael Lavelle. Um, it has gone from a one wine company to a three wine company. Um, Uncle Nearest by Fawn Weaver, shout out to black ladies. And it's going to be a lot of shout outs because I'm very proud. I'm a black woman. All this shit is exciting to me. Um, it's about to hit unicorn status. And what does that mean? That means that Uncle Nearest is about to be valued at a billion dollars. I think they're about valued at 900 million right now because it could be any day, but probably this year. This is rare for a black company. I think I only know of a few companies that were ever valued at a billion. I'm thinking BT, I'm thinking Calendly. It's few and far between. So this is this is like an anomaly. This never happens, you know. And I love to give Black-owned products as gifts because, frankly, the white brands are going to get all of our money by default. It has been set up that way. They have been set up to win automatically. But recently, I gave Frisky Whiskey to um, a really great girlfriend of mine. Um, and it's a whiskey I haven't even tasted yet. Frisky is founded by James Landis and Nicole Young, who previously worked together when James imported and launched Hypnotic. Who used to drink Hypnotic? Used to give me a headache, but um, it was a popular drink mid-aughts. And my fave black spirit lately, surprisingly, but maybe not surprisingly, has been ASAP Rocky's Mercer and Prince, which is created like a Japanese whiskey, and it comes in a super cute, tall, rectangular bottle attached with um, box cups at the top and the bottom. I love the design. I love the green color. Green is my favorite color, and the flavor is so smooth. It's a bit caramely, but not too sweet and it's addictive like i'm not really someone to just drink um whiskey without uh, an ice cube in it but that's something that you can just casually drink and it'll sneak up on you it is so yummy now back to fashion back to looks um 
the Super Bowl. And no, I'm not talking about the red on red uniforms, but Usher's looks. The first look was custom Dolce & Gabbana. And by the way, Usher has been at the shows, y'all. Um, and as a man that's not that tall, you know, he's been very present in fashion weeks from front rows to killer looks, um, just really, really raising his fashion profile in the last two years. And I give a lot of this credit, not just to him, but to his Atlanta-based stylist, Jeremy Haynes, also known as the real no IG Jeremy. Um, and what really caught my eye with this performance um, was the faux abs outfit by Off-White. Um, that is Virgil's brand, May He Rest. It continues on without him. And the creative director is Ib Kamara. Ib Kamara is the creative director now of Off-White. And yes, he is black. Ib Kamara, also known as I.B. Ib or Ibrahim Kamara, is a Sierra Leone-born, London-based fashion journalist, stylist, and creative director who was the editor of Dazed Magazine back in 2021. So I love that they at least place someone um, not just of color. And, you know, we like to make distinction here. People of color and black people, those are two different things, right? This is a black man. Being black and being of color, those are very different experiences. So I just want to make that clear. We're talking about blackity black people right now. Um, a black man is at the helm of Off-White who got to dress a black superstar um, for uh, a game um, where the halftime show, I believe, is managed by Jay-Z with the team, I'm sure, and all those black players on the field, right? There are no championships without black players. So, you know, this is it's a, a circular moment for me. Um, now, another little detail that may have been overlooked with the Super Bowl looks, the matching suits on the field. They were designed by none other than Rich Fresh. I had the opportunity to interview Rich Fresh. So if you go back to some of my older episodes, you will hear a really beautiful story. Please listen to that interview. He has an insane story of overcoming adversity and never giving up. He is also the creator of Henry Mask. I don't know if y'all remember, but there was a very stylish mask, almost like an origami, very colorful mask uh, that went viral during COVID and after, worn by NBA players and celebrities. So it's important to know these people and their names. Um, I love watching folks too that I've uh, interviewed in the past continue to glow up. They say in fashion that you need a mentorship. And usually those mentorships are elite and reserved for some rich guy's kids or some Nepo baby. But in my mind, I have studied and followed a few archetypes I consider my spirit mentors. One was Andre Leon Talley, may he rest, Beth Ann Hardison, and Dapper Dan. Listen, y'all, Dapper Dan, talk about adversity. He's in his 70s. And yes, he popularized monogram on clothing. Yes, Gucci and Louis were monogramming, but only on luggage. Only Dap would take the wardrobe bags and use the monogramming to make clothing until he was shut down for copyright reasons. So now fully recognized as an innovator and a disruptor, um, he works with Gucci 
and he has also launched his own Western inspired line with The Gap. Um, you know, if anyone needs it, it's The Gap, right? Because they have failed to reach the same cult status they had in the 90s. I received a DAP, D-A-P versus Gap, perfect branding, DAP hoodie as a gift last year. And I live in it, it's super comfortable. I love me a hoodie. Um, but the newer hoodies are dope with the emphasis on denim and the darks, dark browns and yellows that are associated with like Western dressing. So I think this collection is even cuter than some of the first ones that sold out. But Dapper Dan, we love you. We appreciate you. Um, I love that he lived to solidify his legacy because it doesn't always happen while folks are alive. Now, circling back to Beyonce, we have to talk about her because she has had so much going on um this lady won't quit after a record-breaking renaissance tour breaking the internet with two hit country songs and now her line of hair care sacred uh beyonce is truly outside she shocked everyone by attending jules her nephew's first runway debut for luar um luar is a brand by raul lopez um and for his latest collection luar the name it actually comes from his name being spelled backwards but Beyonce showed up caused a mob honey Tina and Julius were working overtime as security that day um but she did not wear a luar but she wore a silver blazer dress by Garav Gupta Couture but she did represent and carry luar's signature bag um now when it comes to sacred that launch party was a nod to the wild hair shows black stylists have been having for years. There, It would be like almost like a battle. Um, black stylists can turn hair into literally anything. And what I love about Beyonce is how she shares the spotlight. She invited black women like Tamar Mari and Taraji P. Henson and other people who all have their own hair care lines, you know, but it's not about competition, right? Um, we passed the baton, we lift each other up. Um, also Monica Rodriguez, the founder of Mayel Organics was there. So, um, you know, we're stronger together. There's room for everybody on the shelf. The aisle for black hair care products is still tiny, right? There's aisles and aisles of, you know, uh, Garnier, Fructis, etc. So, you know, more is just more and we need it. And speaking of lifting others up, the streams of Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages highlighted other black country singers who normally would not have seen this boost in listens, right? But because everyone seems to be in country right now, thanks in part to female artists of color, I will say that because there are some artists of color and black women um, all um, highlighting country right now. But besides Beyonce, Tanner Adele now has a hit in Buckle Bunny. You should stream Buckle Bunny. It is, I first saw it on Twitter and it's been streaming. I'm so happy for her. It's a very cute song. And streams are up for Mickey Guyton, Rissy Palmer, Brittany Spencer, um, all of these uh, women artists of color and black women have seen a boost in streams. All of this renewed attention has some people feeling hopeful that the female country artists will finally get their due. In 2022, black women um, were uh, less than 1% of the streams, like not even a whole 1%. So this is really important. Um, and Beyonce knows what she's doing when she drops something. She knows, she knows it's gonna raise others up. 
Um, so now for the ultimate, ultimate moment this month, the moment that still has us all gagged, probably for the rest of this leap year Black History Month, is the Dune Tour. Now we can all be confident that Zendaya is going to remain the undefeated red carpet queen, thanks to a long partnership with image architect Law Roach. Uh, Law actually uh, trademarked the term image architect, so he is the only one. And shout out to him from Chicago, my hometown. We are uh, truly hustlers. Love you, Law. All of the looks were sublime, straight off the runway, from the Givenchy to the June J matching flight suits. Y'all saw when she was matching Timothy Chalamet, so adorable. Um, Alaya, Louis Vuitton, Bottega Veneta, but... The true gag was the archival vintage Mugler from autumn winter 1995 Cirque d'Hiver, which means winter circus, 20th anniversary collection. The impressive cyborg metal bodysuit fe featured clear paneling and matching stilettos finished with beautiful Bulgari jewels. I'm not sure there's any moment that can top this that month, but there's still a few days left. Um, the only thing that could maybe top this look is reparations. Happy Black History Month, y'all. And until next time, peace.